Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Connected Coach Podcast. This is a podcast for health and fitness coaches who are craving deeper connection and transformation for their clients and for themselves. So if that is you, you are in the right place. You are exactly where you need to be. My name is Hannah Deindorfer, your guide, holistic business coach, supporter on this amazing journey towards becoming a better coach, a better human and, uh, you know, becoming more yourself. So today's topic is awesome. I love this topic. And since I'm in the business of supporting coaches, I think a lot about this specific topic. And today's topic is what makes a good coach? So I have a lot of ideas about this (laughs) topic, specifically a lot of opinions on this. So I'm excited to share my take on this and what I believe, the three things I believe make a really, really good coach. So surprise, surprise, it is not your knowledge. Okay. I'll explain what I mean. So if you open Instagram, oh, let me try again. If you open Instagram, it seems like everyone and their freaking dogs are aspiring coaches. Social media bios no longer reveal if you're a dog or cat person, but are now resumes of lengthy letters and credentials. NASM, AFPA, ASCM, blah, 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 blah. What? Uh, let me get this straight. Credentials will always be valid. They are evidence of your hard work and your knowledge, and they help to gain trust. And those lengthy letters will never go out of style, but credentials alone do not get clients and they do not deliver client results. You actually have to be a good coach. (laughs) Surprise. Fancy certificates gain interest, but it's how you show up for your clients and for yourself that really draws in clients. So if it's, if you're not sure if this is you or not, um, I'm going to share some, the three essential qualities that I think make a really good coach to break out of your bio and start actually standing out. Okay. Number one, be a role model. Do as I say, not as I do is just not a valid statement in coaching. It just doesn't work. So if you think about being a kid and getting tucked into bed early while the adults stay up late, how did that feel? Short answer, it sucked dick. In fact, some of us, me, rebelled and stayed up even later. And it's the same with coaching. You go first. You are the leader. Clients want to see that you hold the energy of the results that they want. doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean showing up 100% congruent with your message, with your process, and who you are. Be fucking real. Be authentic. Curse if you want to curse. Run around in a sports bra if you want to run around in a sports bra. Do you, boo. Okay? So when you show up as the person your ideal client wants to be in a congruent way, you stand out. If you want to show up pretending to be the person your ideal client wants you to be, you also stand out and not in a good way. Incongruence repels clients. So be the example, show up that way every single time you get on a call, open Instagram or hop on a live. Okay. So number two, what else makes a good coach? A hands off approach minimum amount of support. What? I know you're thinking, but if I'm not there to answer every single question, they won't learn. I'm not getting my value if I don't tell my clients everything I know. Wrong. It is actually the opposite. Good coaches give the minimum amount of support that provides the maximum amount of value. That way, all you have to do is ask high quality questions. 
Okay. I know this is like kind of crazy, but it totally fucking works and it delivers better results. So look at it this way. Instead of telling your clients what to do, ask them, how do you think we should solve this problem? What do you think you should eat? What do you think you should do? Asking really good questions makes it more impactful to learn. Preaching and providing answers is easy and questioning creates an opportunity for your clients to look in and have inspired action. Okay. I know it's hard to do this because you want to be the winner. You want to know the answer. You want to prove that you know it. But what happens is if you steal that knowledge from your clients, you're not allowing them the confidence to know that they solved the problem. They did it themselves. Yes, they may fail along the way. Yes, it might be difficult for them. But our clients are adults and they get to learn for themselves rather than being handed a one-size-all, one-size-fits-all roadmap. Ultimately, at the end, if you do this, if you really give minimum amount of support, the clients have confidence knowing they created that change themselves. They don't look to their coach and be like, oh my God, my coach did everything for me. My coach made this transformation. No, they get the confidence knowing that they created the transformation. It's literally the best feeling in the whole world. Is it harder for you, the coach? Yes. Is it better for the client? Yes. So take the hard route. Don't take the easy route. Don't just give answers and spew information. Be the questioner. That is like, honestly, it's like my favorite thing to do. It's like probably like the best thing in the entire world. When my client at the end of a transformation knows that they did it, that they made that thing happen. It's like the best. It's like, if you go to the Olympics, you want your client to be the one standing on the podium, holding up their arms, not pointing at you. So number three of what makes a good coach is creating the space for transformation. So I once read this article. I don't, I have no idea who said it, but whatever it said, I knew I was meant to be a coach when I could look at someone and only see the person that they didn't know they could be like, fuck that got me. It got me. It touched me. Our clients aren't broken. They don't need to be fixed. In fact, they could, they could probably figure this out on their own if they could. Clients hire you because you see them as the person they want you to be. You hold them to a higher standard and a different caliber in a way that no one else has ever done before. And this requires space for them to be that person free of judgment, which means they're safe. They're safe with you. They have no judgment of where they're at. You trust that where they are is exactly where they're supposed to be. And that creates a really powerful environment for them to actually have transformation. Being judgment free does not equal being a pushover, but it means lovingly directing them towards their highest self and only speaking to that version of them in the conversation, pulling that out of them, drawing that out of them, accepting where they are now in the now, in the present, have a powerful relationship to what is so before you start trying to push your client towards their goal. If you do that, if you try to like get them the fast track to their goal without loving them exactly as they are right now, they're going to get to that goal and still hate themselves. It's going to be worthless. They're just going to ruin their progress and go backwards again. They get to learn how to love themselves along the way. And that means truly you being the example of loving them exactly as they are. So ultimately being a good coach is so much more than creating a perfect Instagram bio. It's so much more than creating perfect content. It's so much more than just giving people the answers and having knowledge. Sometimes it's really uncomfortable and requires you to stretch 
And that is so rewarding. So I would love to know what quality that you are developing in yourself, uh, which of these resonates most with you. Shoot me a DM. If you love this episode, please screenshot and tag me. I'd love to see if you're listening and if you love this. And I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful day and I will talk to you soon.